Let's see. Uh, blazing. Boiling. It'll be boiling, that's that's for sure. Check that one. Uh, scorching. Sizzling. What are you doing? Just perking up the old noggin on words that mean hot since, well, you know. Ooh, uh, okay. How about molten? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Uh, we're going to feel like we're molting with all this heat that's coming our way. Just like Iago. Poor little dude. Got pulled into that lamp with Jafar. <sighs> all right, I'm out. Howdy, friends. A very good Tuesday morning to you. It is June 13th. For Max Crawford, I'm Michelle Winkley. Thank you for stopping by for this edition of your Pinpoint Podcast. We've got a chance for maybe a few thunderstorms, at least trying to come close to the Brazos Valley. But I got to tell you, eventually, this is going to become a podcast standing heat because that's basically all we're going to be talking about for a while. That being said, though, there is some storms in Texas, some of which will have some very big implications. Will they make it to the Brazos Valley, Max? Gut is telling me no, brain is telling me to prepare for it just in case. Thunderstorms already getting started this morning right along the Red River, stretching from about Ardmore a little bit to the west and up towards the Sherman and Denison area. Some of those already dropping some hail and pushing out some strong winds. That is round one. That is going to uh, clear the Brazos Valley. It's going to move to our north and to our east over the course of the morning, but additional development is expected this afternoon. Latest from the Storm Prediction Center places that higher risk for severe weather across some of those same areas, northeastern Texas and even stretching into Louisiana and Mississippi over the course of the day as this disturbance moves more easterly than the ones that we've been talking about over the past couple of days. What does that mean for us that we are likely once again to miss out on this activity, but late afternoon, early evening development across west central and central Texas will need to be monitored, especially north of OSR. Overall, we're talking a one out of five risk for just about all of us at the absolute most. And again, it's the same type of stuff that we'll be looking for. Some brief strong wind and some hail. We had some thunderstorms collapse last night that moved into the area and gave us a little bit of wind for a little bit. Could we see the same thing as we head into tonight? I think right now that is more likely than actually finding any rain over the next couple of days. That all being said, we'll leave about a 10 to 20% shot late afternoon, early evening, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. All right. Otherwise, it's a hot and humid day. Temperatures are slated for the mid and upper 90s. Heat index values, they're up around 105. Again, remember, that's what it feels like in the shade. And it is breezy. There is wind. We got that going for us. From the south, 10 to 15, gusting at times upwards of 25 miles per hour. Have not hit the triple digits yet. We had already by this point last year, which was the second hottest summer behind, you guessed it, 2011. So we're going to see how much longer we can go without doing it. Only got to 94 yesterday, and I think the biggest reason for that is all of the excess moisture that we have on hand from the rainy past couple of months we've had. Well, it really only takes a few Texas hot, sunny days to kind of squelch a lot of that surface moisture and really start to turn up the heat. So we're going to go from mid to upper 90s today, probably tomorrow. Right now, it looks like Thursday could be the first day of triple digits. And unfortunately, those don't look to go away anytime soon. If we're talking somewhat reliable, longer range model data, we're going to keep triple digits not only through the Father's Day slash Juneteenth weekend, but probably through most of next week too. This high pressure system is not going to uh, joke around. It's going to give us plenty of heat even leading into next week. So let's talk about the heat index. Look, the triple digit temperatures, the streak that we're headed for, you know, a lot of folks have been like, 
Well, that's Texas for you. And sure, seeing some 100-degree days at this time of the year is not uncommon, but it is the amount of 100-degree days that we're finding that is uncommon. This kind of stretch that we're looking at isn't very typical for this time of the year. What else is not typical for this time of the year is going to be what it feels like. By the time we expect to tip that first triple-digit reading at Easterwood Airport, your body will tell you that it feels like about 110. And again, when we're talking feels like temperatures, we're talking in the shade. So as we get into your Father's Day weekend, the peak heat index with the heat of the day, we're calling for heat index values. Again, what your skin tells you it feels like Anywhere between 112 and 115 degrees. You step in the sun, it feels at least 10 degrees hotter than that. We for sure probably will be in heat advisory criteria, maybe even a few excessive heat warnings. And this is a big shock to the system considering that we're not just easing into the summer heat. We're just going full on straight for the end of July, August, and September like standards. I know. Woof. Meow that you got all that you need to get out and about on this Tuesday. Let's go make something of it. As always, we appreciate you stopping by for the Pinpoint Podcast. Have an extra glass of water with breakfast and stay cool out there. For Shell Winkley, I'm Max Crawford. Let's make it a great one.